Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. We are the one, two, three, Star Losers! What up, everybody? I'm Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports facts. My sports opinions because I'm pretty much a sports genius. Hey, yo, I'm Eddie, and I know the least about sports, but I am your sports fan, your average sports watcher. I just don't know the who's who's or the what's what's. What's up, you guys? I am Ray. I'm from the North. I'm the Yankee on the show. I love to ice fish and play football, and I'm the only guy on the show that says, Lock it up! Yeah, we got NFL playoffs this weekend, but we start the show off with a game we call Would You Rather? Would you rather listen to NSYNC or Backstreet Boys for the rest of your life? What the? Ray, answer this dumb question. Uh, Backstreet Boys had way more hits. Well, name them. Bye, 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 bye. I think that's insane. I think that's insane. Oh, great. Coach, they blend together for me. They're really the same band. But I will go Backstreet Boys. They had JT. And I think he had some more music that I can run to. No, no, no. Just in sync. Not JT. Right. Right. But I liked JC in the band. T. (laughs) JC? <laughs> he has no clue. This is probably the worst would you rather. You, you realize that Justin Timberlake was in NSYNC, um, not Backstreet Boys. But there is a JC, and he's a Backstreet Boy, I believe. No, no, no. JC Chazé is in NSYNC. So there's a JT and JC in yeah. NSYNC. I knew I'd get and it Lance covered. And Lance Bass. Yeah. And Howie Day. No. no Howie... Howie Day was like, I had a bad day. Yeah. Well, one of those songs, I don't yeah. know. Uh, coach, I, dude, I don't know, dude. Like, uh, really, um, Backstreet Boys do. I want it that way. Okay, all right, I'll go Backstreet Boys because I feel like they're more of like dudes that's just sing well. 
NSYNC were like, they were like little kids. Like, they were younger, I think, than Backstreet Boys when they were like big. I don't, yeah, Backstreet Boys. For the sake of not caring about this, would you rather? Wow, gee, sorry you're so offended by the would you rather. I just thought about it. I was like, man, that's kind of a fun one. It's hard for me when you give me two two things that I don't give a crap about. Well, do you give a crap about getting poked in the eye or poked in the nose? I mean, what what's the difference? Like, yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, <laughs> music, I, I just love. You got so mad I at love this. Would music. you rather? I love music, and these are two bands I would not pick to live for the rest of my life listening to. Also, I really don't know their songs. I know who they are, so I guess I'd go with NSYNC just because Justin Timberlake is the most famous one out of the bands. But you pretty much named all the NSYNC members. I don't know if those are right. I think you were right. I think Howie's in... Um, Nick Lachey. Nick, no, that's in 98 Degrees. See? You got Nick Carter. Nick Carter was an NSYNCer. No, he was in Backstreet Boys. Okay. And you had Howie in um, Backstreet Boys, but then you had Lance Bass was also in uh, NSYNC. Which one was Donnie in? Donnie Wahlberg. No, that's uh, New Kids on the Block. See? Hanging tough. The, Are you tough enough? Oh, I got I got the right stuff. Baby. Baby. <laughs> okay. or, or, can or, we do New Kids on the Block? No, that oh. wasn't part of the question. Okay. Or you can say, the white stuff that, that in was the weird middle out. of an Oreo. The white stuff. <laughs> this dude doing weird out. Yeah. <laughs> you, I'll tell you what. My brother and sister, they loved New, New Kids, kids the on the Block. Every time we got in the car, they would say, Mom, Dad, put in the new kids on the block tape. And I was like, good grief. Can we throw that thing out the window? Hey, it was so annoying. Do you guys remember Millie Vanilli? Yeah, they Do you died. all even know what that yeah, is? Yeah, one died. One dude. Killed himself. Killed himself. Do you wow. remember that, Ray? Not really. They lip synced and they Millie, won a Grammy. Millie Vanilli was like, they were stars. Two dudes. And they were like stars. Huge worldwide sensations. It wasn't even them singing. Really? And they got busted on They award. won a Grammy. They won a Grammy. And on the award show, they're singing and the CD, because back in the day, they didn't have tracks, like digital tracks. The CD skipped. So it was like, blame it on the, blame it on the, blame it on the, blame it. And they were just like, they just ran off the stage. <laughs> and they were like, wow, like this isn't real. And they researched it and random people recorded those songs with their voices and gave, and Millie Vanilli acted as if those were their voices. Wow. And the one guy committed suicide, and they had to give the Grammy back. But my question is, why would you give the Grammy back? You gave it to me. No, I, th- I think they took it back. They can't take they it. They come they, for they, it. They well, can't come to your house coach, and take the like Grammy. Reggie Bush, he got in trouble. And he had to give the, he gave but, the but Heisman back. But did they come back. to his house no, to come get the back. They literally have to get, take the trophy back? Yes. Because like the, hey, we've seen the cop shows. The cops come. If they got a warrant, they can come get you. Sure. Have you ever seen a cop go with a warrant for a Heisman or a Grammy? or? <laughs> LAPD, <laughs> open up, open, open up. up. We're here for your Mr. <laughs> Mr. Bush, Mr. Bush. We know we're in. You're in there. No, we're I'm breaking in. the door down in three, I two, one. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I was asleep. What's up? What's up? What Nothing. Are you... Give me the trophy, and then Man, I, I don't know where it is, dude. I, 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 I don't know where it is. You know, you know what it looks like. The guy's on one leg with his hand out like that. <laughs> that one. Who was it? I saw some interview with some guy saying that his mom had. Or maybe 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 it was well, Tim uh, Tebow said it was hiding behind a wedding that's picture. It, or something. That's he, it. He said Tim, it wasn't even front and center. He said his brother's wedding stop. picture. Wait, 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 you don't believe stop that? Stop it. That's no, what he said. Not. They go, hey, where is it? And he goes, they go, not. Tim Tebow, where's the husband? He said it's at my parents' house. First of all, not even at his. And he said it's behind other pictures. Do you guys really believe him? Yes. yes. Well, then Sean Johnson, the Olympian that we had on the sh- on the podcast, she said that her medals are like I don't know in a underwear drawer or something. Sock drawer. I think. Sock drawer. But like, if you want to talk about her underwear, I mean, creep. 
No, I just mean like I'm just joking. Drawer. I understand. That would have, dude. Can you imagine him saying that when she was here? In your hey, underwear drawer. <laughs> Hold on, Ray. Ray. I am not the one that said underwear I drawer. Know, but your boy Eddie that said. That been perfect for yeah. you. No, my question. No, is, I got a question. So who did you pick? You picked Backstreet Boys. I guess, Coach. Yes, go with Backstreet Boys. That's how we play. Would you, you rather? Oh, and what a night last night. I was going to come in first thing, talk about all oh, the Spurs, Kawhi Leonard, but we're not going to talk about that first. We're going to talk about NBA refs need to be fired. I saw the call. For what? Oh, the Durant? The Durant. I mean, three steps out of bounds. I mean, guys, his, his whole body was out of bounds. The refs, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, the uh, Rockets were in Oakland last night to play the Golden State Warriors, and Kevin Durant. "Quote unquote saves, saves the ball out of bounds after taking three steps out of bounds, and he throws the ball back in. His foot is obviously touching the ground when he throws the ball back in. Anyway, so I think both of his feet. And I'm pretty sure his whole body was out of bounds. <laughs> and they don't call it. And Steph Curry hits a shot to put him up with two by two, and they're going to win the game. They're going to win the game on that call until James Harden." Bails out the refs and hits a game-winning three with 2.8 seconds left. How Wait, do you miss that bad of a call, Coach? And it, that three-point shot, there was a foul on the Harden shot too that they didn't call. I mean, crazy. So NBA, they don't review stuff they like do. that. It's not the same. They, they'll as come football. out. Well, they do sometimes. They'll, they'll review in the last two minutes who it's out on. That's okay. it, though. But they did look at that. They went back and looked at that. No, it wasn't that. No, one. they didn't look it at that. It was another play. No. That they so imagine at. this. You know, in football, how they're always pretty spot on, and you'll go, "Oh, did he get two feet in? Oh, he just got one and a half." I mean, he but ran in NBA, down the what baseline. What if they would have reviewed that NFL style, and they're like, "Oh God, uh, that's he embarrassing." Didn't have it. The, <laughs> the, the announcers um, are like, "Okay, here we go. Here we go. Oh, there's one out, two out, three. Oh, he was all out. Actually, his whole body was out of bounds. Uh, guys, we're going to go to commercial. This call is horrible. Uh, the refs are going to act like it was close, but wow, we have the video footage. And, and then you think, you're like, oh, Paul, let's look where the ref was and what was he looking He's at. He's right down the he line. He was looking right at him. And Kevin Durant is seven feet tall, guys. You can't <laughs> miss him. Like It's not like he's a little guy like Muxy Bogues and maybe he was hiding behind someone. You had a bad angle. Seven foot tall, Kevin Durant runs down the baseline out of bounds saves the ball, and they – I don't understand. How well, do they – like this year we I, saw I mean, an NFL ref get fired in the middle of the season for a bad call. They need to be suspended. They, the refs, I feel like, need to be suspended or fined when they make such horrendous calls. Luckily, the Rockets won and it didn't right, matter. Or but else if they would have lost, everything. that would have screwed them up. They would that would have lost the game. That dumb call. Well, and here's the deal with the refs. Uh, it's it's all about tenure. It, the older you, the longer you've been in the game, you get the Super Bowls, the World Series. These eyes are aging, folks. Yeah, I mean that's great. Have tenure as a professor. Love it. Be tenured. Get tons of money. Be a great professor in university. But these tenured refs and NBA guys getting awarded World Series and NFL stuff, it ain't good. Folks. I always wonder the same thing. Like the old ref Dick Bavetta. Get the he young was the bucks. Old, old dude. If you watch the NBA, you know who he, he raced Charles Barkley. Oh yeah. Uh, at the All-Star Game, Dick Bavetta was bald. But anyway, I do not understand how it... He was like 70 when he finally retired, I feel like. How can a 70-year-old guy's eyes... 70-year-olds can barely drive. We don't let them... They have to go to the DMV and get their driving test every year, I feel like. But we're going to have them calling the best athletes in the world 
there, and you're going to be able to call the fouls and who's out of I, I don't know how you miss such a blatant call. That's a good point, right? Like they should just be looking for the youngest refs, the best youngest refs, and just replace them every year. Because yeah, look, I'm 39 years old. And I'm having a problem right now that I never thought I'd ever have, and I would admit. To oh, so you, guys, you thought Durant was inbound? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but wow. like, if I'm looking at my phone, reading a text or something, and then I look up at the world, the world is blurry for like one whole second Get, until my okay. eyes adjust. Wow, hey, guys, I'm 39 years old. Can you imagine 80 year old Dick Bavera? Bavetta, whatever. Like, imagine that dude. Like trying to adjust from the line to his body, like okay, I I I, I saw nothing but blur. And it is He's a good in. thing now what TV stations are doing. So the refs and, and officials they used to just be done when they retired, they got fired or whatever. They were done with it. Now they're now in the TV booth where they I go, like hey, that. let's check in with Gene Statutory about the NFL call. What yes. did you think about that replay? So now these refs have another position they can have after refing and they get to see all these yeah. replays. Let's go to Dean Blandino and see what he thinks of the call. Let the uh, old obviously guy... he's got two feet in, Jim. I'm I mean, every ref now, though, is on a TV station. Do you station. like that? Uh, usually what they say, we already know. Right. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> no, but but it's interesting. And some of them st- stumble and stammer. And, and I'm like, guys, you're not making the call. Just say something. Just be like, right. back in the day when I was a ref and I would have called it in. And they're like, uh, the feet. Uh, uh. <laughs> guys, you're not live on the call. They'll make the call. Just tell us what you think. Who's the Fox guy? The he's great. I mean, he's really the oh, OG. the slick back hair. Yes. Yeah, he's yeah. the he, he's the OG. I feel like he was in an alley and he did like some crazy. <laughs> he looks under like the table he's in the deal. Italian mafia. Yes. And then he came yeah. in to yes. do record a segment. Uh, Mike something. Mike Pereira. Mike Pereira. <laughs> That's his name. He, he is the OG. Dude, they, he is awesome. They did the. Uh, he, I think he might have been the first one they did that with. And but like uh, he's my favorite. For Dude, sure. Google Dean Blandino. I think he's the younger version of of your boy. And I think they're trying to go younger because they're like, man, this guy's going to be out in a couple years. We need someone young to take over. So Dean Blandino, I feel like, is the younger guy. Dean Blandino. That may not even be his name. (laughs) (laughs) Coach, there's a one. Yeah, is a rules analysis. Yeah, that's him. NFL. Yeah, Google image him. Coach, I mean, he's got a one-sentence Wikipedia. Well, he doesn't have a picture on his Wikipedia. But anyway, I just don't understand how it can be that blatant of a call Unless the ref had the the Warriors money line. Okay, coacher. We've had we have what seen refs come out and say that their games are. What fixed. are you talking about? What if he had money on the game? What if we still have a scandal on our hands? It was an eight point spread. Money line. Who's oh, our boy? Line. Donaghy. Donaghy. Donaghy came out and said, "Hey, sometimes he the games got he are went fixed. to prison. Right? It was mm-hmm. him first. So now you believe in that." Hey, I've said it day one. Come on. And, and. No, no, you're not understanding what I'm saying. You're saying Vegas controls it. I'm saying this guy. I mean, the fact that the NFL signed a deal with Vegas. Did you see that? Yeah, with Little C. Yeah, because their gambling brings more eyes to their product. I know it does. But not one call is going to change. So. No, ref- that change calls the, that, that's that, that the one, game. Luckily, 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 but it in didn't. the long run, if a ref was dirty like Donaghy, they're going to get caught, which he did. He got caught red-handed, went to jail. Well, can, here's can, my problem: Can you catch it when you do it once every twenty games? That that call right there. I mean, he I does mean, it how ag- blatant hey, is that? He you does just it again. Blame it on your eyes. He does it again. He's going to jail. But my wow. thing is, or you, but a foul, you just call a foul. LAPD. Like, <laughs> towards the end of the game, you call a foul because yeah. you know the spread. Things like that. And yeah. Donahue got busted. And I just do not believe that he was the only... Re- the, I feel like the NBA busted him, 
made him the scapegoat, didn't look into anybody else, and just swept it under the rug. Do I really believe he was the only ref involved in that scandal? No. Coach. Look, it makes sense to be other guys. This yes. is this is just my mind and how like how it works. Like I put myself in this situation. If I'm a dirty ref, I feel like I can get you lunchbox to have a Bavada account and just do all right. Do ten grand on this game. I'll blow it. My what if I just told you Bovada doesn't let you do two, ten grand? Okay, whatever. But stuff like that. my account, my carbon footprint will never go to you because you just cash out and give me the cash under the table. Right. They don't. That's it's just so easy. Like it's I, not so easy though. Oh. Because they have they have ethics commissions and uh, people that supervise, and they if they see a lot of lopsided action on a game because of something, they, they have people. Homeboy rolls up in a Ferrari to the game. Where did you get his money from? Well, that's what I'm saying. They have they have people that I don't know how they I don't know what they look for, but they have people that okay. are constantly monitoring bets on games. And if like a well a NBA game gets all of a sudden this enormous amount of action, it's like hmm. And, or and then the next night, another game that the same ref is gets an enormous amount of action. That's when they start going, huh? I wonder what's going on behind the scenes. But they but only it, care about the big whales. They don't care about your three dollars that you placed on your Spurs bet right. last night. They don't care about, about, about guy, the gambling. Sets. Yeah, the guy in Nashville that placed three dollars on Spurs minus two and a half. They don't care about that guy. You, right? Oh, they care about whale in Vegas, hundred thousand. They're like, is it fishing? Nope, that's legit money. He loses and wins. We get it. But James Harden, dude, he's a. I, I don't like James Harden as a basketball player. I don't like player, him at all. But he can sh- fill up the cup. I mean, he just drains. What? what oh. the? <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't hate on him. I admire that. I love is, it. Has anyone no. else ever said no. fill up the cup? No. Coach, is this an original <laughs> phrase? That's Fill they, up the cup. Guys, that's what... He oh. makes buckets. Wait, 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 wait. But did you just make up fill up the cup? I guess. I don't yeah! know. Yeah! That's what I'm talking about. Now, sports fans but all maybe over I, the world will maybe say, I, listen, fill, fill up the cup. cup. Hold on. Fill, fill up the cup. Fill up the cup. Maybe I've heard it somewhere. I don't know. I'm just no, saying. No, 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 You take credit for that no, one, No, I don't. I'm not taking credit because oh. what if I have heard it somewhere? I don't know. I'm not. It's not one of those ones. Hey, that, next next Tuesday, there he is, James Harden, and that guy can fill up the cup. <laughs> Dude. And then we're all going to be like. Holy crap, they got that from Lunchbox. Hey, and let me ask this. That game, afterwards, you interview a head coach, a player. Is this a game where Harden made the game winner three? Is this a game where you interview the ref? How great would that think. That's what I feel like the refs should have to do, answer to the media yeah. after a game. They don't ever. They don't ever, get, they don't ever have to face but, the scrutiny that a player or a coach or anybody else faces but they make a bad call, and they just go home, and the, and the league will contact him, the, the head of officiating, and be like, hey, you missed this call, but and they get docked, because I know they do get graded. But why don't they have to answer to the media? Because if they would have cost them the game, let's say the in in, in long way down the road, let's say it cost them the game, and positioning in the playoffs comes down to one game. That's that the, one game. But what's the point? What are you going to get out of that interview, one? And two, you don't know these refs can even talk. Like, you don't even know. Like, so, what some if they of these all have bad can't, stutters? I tell you, some and, of these players and, and can't talk. And they don't interview those players. Um, they, they try to stay away from those and players. And you know what refs are so proud of, and especially in high school, and I used to public address announce, they're known for, and it's almost like they're taught, once the game's over, you run off the court. <laughs> you have to. For some weird reason, because they don't want stuff thrown at them, they right, don't want right. fights. So these refs, are they're careered, and at times they base it off of running off the court, where they should have to answer questions and talk. When I was refing soccer games when I was 12 years old, I was... Coach, 12 years old. I was refing adult league soccer, and... 
when the game's over, you go to the opposite side of the field. Opposite. You Did you get, wear little shorts? You wore shorts, yeah. Like refs, like little shorts. I mean, when you're eight years old, all the all the refs when I was young, they had little shorts and tight tight referee shirts. No, Is that what you wore? No, just wore normal. You shirt. guys are lucky. You got to play soccer. Northerners didn't play soccer growing up. Yeah. That, that was kind of a standard. Did like, you play soccer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, that sucked. I'm so jealous of people in the South because you got to, the option, golf, soccer. You're a Northerner. You didn't play golf, and you definitely didn't play soccer. Oh, we didn't play golf. I didn't know what golf – listen, I, I thought golf was the dumbest, bo- most boring thing in the world because my friend, my good friend down the street, his dad would watch golf every weekend. Tell me his name. I love that guy already. Mike Conry, and he sold Wranglers for a living. He told me <laughs> – he, he sold the jeans, Wrangler jeans. Yeah. Dude, and what he, is this guy, an American hero? Let me tell you, it. he told me. He it, drove a train on the weekends. <laughs> he'd drive around and sell them, and he said, listen, when you're 18, I'm going to hire you for Wranglers. Really? And he's gonna. He goes, you're going to sell Why don't you go work for them? I went to college, and then I fell into this radio thing yeah, and kind of stuck with it. I don't know, yeah, waste of time. But he always told me, you got a job with Wrangler anytime, anytime you want it. So what about golf, though? But he would watch it every weekend, <laughs> every weekend, and I'd be like, how do you watch this boring crap? Like, this is yeah. so boring. Hey, smash cut 20 years later, lunchboxes on a Saturday morning. No, only on a major. Okay. But now, once you play the sport, you understand how amazing what they do with that little ball is. Because I didn't play golf then. The first time I played golf, I was like 16, and I was like, okay, this is cool. But once I got into it, and you start, then you watch it, like, wow, you're amazed. So when are we going to start giving a crap about lacrosse? Never, never. I mean, never. It's a, it's a cool sport, I guess. Like, right? Like, they were starting a lacrosse team right when I was leaving, like my junior year of high school, and I thought about playing, but then I was like, man, the equipment's expensive. We're gonna be terrible. I'm out. And it's usually the private schools that have right, the, the lacrosse. Pri- I mean, growing up in a crappy high school, like most of us did, no, so- but, no. But golf. Michigan had lacrosse. But now right. they're no, starting. They I think they're starting to be more in public schools instead of it used to be just a private school thing. Now it's starting to be okay. a more. Well, then there you go, dude. In Michigan, if you went to just a normal high school, you didn't have lacrosse, you didn't have golf, you didn't have hockey, and you're in the north and you didn't have hockey, and you for sure didn't have what you know those expensive sports. Most didn't even have tennis. So in South South Texas, where I was from, golf there was a golf team in high school, but only three people were a part of it. And were you guys like, any good? I don't. They, they won stuff all the time. We won state all the time. Coach, you did great on that team. No, I was not good enough. We had some. We had a dude. He played on the PGA Tour. He was a year older he than me. Did yeah. Who is it? Troy Madsen. Oh, he went yeah, to Georgia Tech, him. and then he went in the PGA Tour for like ten years. Pretty you, impressive. You guys can disagree with me on this. Football, baseball, basketball. Feel like it's got to be a God-given talent. Golf. I feel like if you start playing golf young, you can play in the middle school. Play no, in high. No. Let me finish. <laughs> play. You can play in the high school team. Sure, anyone can. Oh, okay. And, but then you can play into college and maybe make the tour just because you started no. young. Negative. Dang it. Negative. I, I, think, I think like a golf mind is more powerful than the golf body. Like you got to have the golf mind. That's tough. Have a, a mind for golf, discipline, not get distracted. Have your mind on a game for 18 holes. What was that? Five hours sometimes? That's tough. And then the body, listen, in golf, there are so many different things that makes a golf shot perfect. Like, it takes your wrist. It takes your grip. It takes your back. It takes your legs. It takes everything. And if it's not right, you don't got it. Ray, I'm going to agree with you a little bit. Yes! Yeah, I knew it. As yes! soon as I started talking, I, I, I I'm going to agree with you a little bit the more I think about it. Because that it's more of a repetition thing with golf, I feel like. A muscle memory? Muscle memory. Uh-uh. And I think that helps a lot. Because my roommate in college, 
he was a really good golfer, but and he just started young. He he owned he lived in East Texas, and his dad built a driving range on their prop. Like he just owned land. Love it. And his dad was really good at golf. He wasn't a superior athlete. He just played golf a lot. And so as a kid, he played golf a lot. And he was he could hit the ball a mile. He could hit it a mile because he learned and he just played a lot. So I think a little bit, because you see like Justin Thomas plays when he's two years old. You see the yes. video footage when you watch him on the weekends? Oh, he was playing when he was two. Well, there you go. Because <laughs> his dad and his grandpa what were golfers, and they taught him at a young age. So I think golf a little bit more than football you got to have some god but, but but you still have to have talent you got to have talent but here's the thing you have to have interest let me tell you something about kids they don't want to play golf their friends aren't playing golf right. no just because their dad or their grandpa was this i see justin thomas commercials or vi- videos of him playing it's like i wish my 10 year old would even have one interest to be like i'll go play around with you he doesn't they don't they don't even think about golf and the fact that and it makes it worse the fact that grandpa plays it it's just like yeah, why would I want to do something grandpa's playing? <laughs> so I, that's a big thing, too. Like, mentally, the fact that Justin Thomas or Tiger or anyone wanted to play golf at age And they may not have wanted four. to. Their parents forced him. Oh, for sure. But I, Like, I, Tiger's dad looked I mean, Tiger's dad was a real, like, hard ass, I think, and was like, all right, you got to get out and practice. you got to get out and practice. And so maybe that's a little bit of it, okay. and then you fall in love with it later on because you're good at it, and you realize you can make money. I don't know. But, guys, now can we talk? We talked about all this bad stuff. Can we talk about the return <laughs> Of uh, Kawhi uh, to San Antonio San- to take on the Spurs. Boo! Yeah, Eddie would have cheered him. I so, would have cheered him. Amazing. He wants to leave. He gets out. He, he demands a trade. He's not going to come back. He's dodging the Spurs all last season. Oh, I'm injured. My doctors say I'm injured, and your doctors say I'm not. Bad breakup. Goes to Toronto. Dirty Comes divorce. back last night after we traded him away, and we traded away Danny Green. So the question was, would the Spurs fans boo or would they cheer? The 6'6 guard from North Carolina, number 14, Danny Green. Boo! 6'7 forward from San Diego State, number 2, Kawhi Leonard. Go Love ahead. It. Go ahead. The Spurs organization... Very classy move. They played a tribute video to Kawhi and Danny Green. It was beautiful. If you didn't get chill bumps watching that, you're dead. They inside. played it before the game. Classy move by the Spurs, just because they're a classy organization, even though it was a bad breakup. I wish they would have paused more so Danny Green could have got a bigger ovation. Thought the exact same I thing. I thought, because the, the crowd wanted to cheer Danny Green, because Danny Green played hard, and everybody loved him in San Antonio, and we traded him. He didn't want to leave. We traded him. So I thought the crowd could have given a little, you know, we could have had more time to cheer him. And then Kawhi Leonard, I mean, he got booed every time he touched the ball. And I absolutely loved it. And one time he's at the free throw line. Amazing. And they start going, traitor, 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 traitor. Loved it. I thought it was very classy. And we did. We did. I thought it was very classy. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, that's what you're supposed to <laughs> Eda thought it was very classy. Go, Eda. Now that's class, kids. That's class. Are you watching, son? You all learn. No, no, no. <laughs> Baby <laughs> box, watch this and learn. That's class. They son. didn't throw things at him. They didn't do. They didn't curse. They, they they did it in a classy way. I didn't think the boos were that loud. They weren't as impressive as when LeBron went back. Well, it's early in the game, seven o'clock Central Time. People still. I bet the stadium wasn't even full. Or the the arena. I'm talking about all night. It, it was it was okay booing. It wasn't 
Oh my gosh, that was the most amazing booing I've ever heard in my life. When LeBron went, it was like a six o'clock game, and they they booed so freaking loud, it was amazing. Well, and you know, like I don't think one hundred percent of the crowd was into the booing. Like they, they just, I don't think they all felt like they should boo. There you I, go. They might have been split, Coach. Well, no, it was it was way more. It was not split, but I feel like they did a good job booing. But now <laughs> that it's over, it's time to move on, San Antonio. We're done with it. We did our booing. We got it out. The Spurs dominated the game. DeMar DeRozan said, listen, I'm the new Kawhi. Had his first career triple-double. The Spurs played great. But now we have to let it go. He did help bring us a championship. Last year, we were frustrated. We're angry. We gave him what we needed. We booed him. Now it's over. We don't need to boo him anymore. Let's move on. And after the game, I thought Greg Popovich, with the classiest of classy moves, he goes up and he pulls Kawhi Leonard aside and he has a one-on-one chat with him and brings him over and talk, you know, with another coach and they're chatting, another Spurs coach. And one of the cameras tries to come up and get in on the the uh, little yeah, talk conversation. And Greg Popovich turns around and goes, uh-uh. "Get away! Get away! What are you doing?" Like it was a human-to-human moment, and I thought it was so classy by Greg Popovich. That's why he's awesome. That's why he's like that's, that's one of the why, best basketball he, coaches he, ever. Lunchbox is going to cry. That is why he, he's to me, at. is the best coach of all time. It was a solid move. Not it, only did he go and say, give him daps, so they did their handshakes, gave him daps. That's cool. Then he pulled him aside just to be like, hey, love you, whatever went down, went down. Pulls him aside, then shuns the cameras. I mean, that, that was a great moment in American sports. Coach, wake up. That's what I said. It's not, and he didn't do it for the cameras. That's no. what I'm saying. Mo- a lot of people do stuff for the cameras where, oh, okay, the camera will hear, like, hey, good job, good job. No, he did it because he wanted to bury the hatchet. He wanted to bury it. He said, it's over. Like, wash it all away. We're all good. Like, what happened, happened. We're adults. So he wanted to say something to him, but he also wanted to the cameras Thank to capture you. him saying Thank we're burying you. the hatchet. Thank you. He no, didn't do yes, it for the cameras. Yes, no. uh, he didn't do it for the cameras, but that moment was just a symbol of the hatchet has been buried. So that was great he did that yes. so the media can just shut up. Thank you, Ray. Th- that was a move to tell the fans, like what you just said, Lunchbox, tell the fans, the media, everyone, we're burying the hatchet. Don't bring this up anymore. We're all good. But you realize because, also how hard that is to do? It's like, hard, no but guy does that. No, no guy like forgives, apologizes, goes to another guy, Listen, says that. Dude, that's hard to do. Privately, privately, away from the eyes of us and the media and all the fans is where the real stuff goes down. The real conversation. Lunchbox, if we were on this podcast and we got into a big fight and you quit... I wouldn't come on air or get let some social media camera catch us talking publicly. I would text you or call you or go to your house and have a real conversation about us. I disagree because we got in a fight last year when I walked out and you didn't want to. You didn't talk to me until we brought it up the start of the podcast the next day because you didn't want to. You wanted to save it for the podcast. So a little bit I disagree with you, but go got ahead him. because that was unreal. That wasn't a real argument. That was a podcast argument. That was a podcast <laughs> argument. Like, like we okay. get in, we get into these podcasts. Like in real life, you and I wouldn't really, really get upset about a sports opinion and a non. You know what I mean? Okay. Like real life, if you said something about my wife and I said something about your wife and we hated each other, we would deal with this personally, and then we would see how we can do this publicly. But Ray is right. Like this, that conversation on the court. Taking the cameras away is telling everyone, guys, we are burying the hatchet. 
And whatever what? he was saying to him was like a bunch of f words, probably. Like, no, 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 not to, no, not to no. Kawhi. No, it wasn't to bad. It wasn't bad to Kawhi, but it was probably like, man, f all these people, f this, f that. He didn't no. want them also to read he his was, lips. He was just saying that. Listen, we're good because because Greg Popovich is becoming the head of USA Basketball. He's going to be the head coach, and, and, and Kawhi is going to be on the team. Yes. And he's he's saying, listen, man, like okay. We were frustrated last year. We 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 butted heads. Something happened. It broke up. But what he's saying is, it's good now. We're, we've moved on. Yeah. You're an amazing basketball player. And if he wanted the camera to hear it, he would have had the camera there. But he didn't want the no, camera to hear it. Right. He's not that kind of guy. He would exactly. Never that's what I'm that's, saying. That's his mo. But guys, the, the thing is, we don't really know what happened. Like we don't know if there's any apologies or if there's because we really don't know what was happening with Kawhi and the Spurs. No, like, we do know. No, he wanted out because they were saying, "Hey, you're not hurt," and he's saying, "Yes, I am." And they were butting heads, and he didn't think they handled it right, and he was mad the way they they went to the media and things were said. So yes, we know what happened. Coach, he wanted and out. Pop he was, came angry. to the media and said that stuff about Kawhi. Yeah, exactly. So we know <laughs> we what know happened. They, they were fighting. They were fighting. So they, they were, were fighting. And the moment last night was they're they're fighting, but he can still be man enough to grab him and talk right. to him. That's okay. what I'm so saying. We know, we so know. they're fighting, and every both parties are mad. Both parties are upset about something. One says, you know what? I just can't do this anymore. I'm leaving. And then the fans boo? Like it's it's a move. It's a it's a Yes, the fans boo because they felt like he quit on the team. He felt they the fans felt hurt. They felt betrayed. Like, man, we supported you, we loved you, and you walked out on us. That's what they felt. When are we gonna realize that a team is no different than other any other team when you're a professional player? Like, it doesn't matter. That's why some players play for ten teams. Like, it doesn't no, no, no. matter. It's okay if you leave in free agency. He just quit. Coach, it's okay if you leave whenever no. you leave because it's not fair. Sometimes as a player gets traded, they didn't want to leave and they got traded. They right. don't look at the last team I being understand. like that's different. Traded is different. Traded is different. Leaving in free agents is different. Getting mad and quitting on your team and saying I'm not going to play the rest of the year. That is totally different. That's yeah, when what they- you quit and leave, that's like leaving the household mom with the kids. That's bad. That's gross. Right. That's like Vontae Davis walking out hey. on the Bills at halftime. This year, yeah. if he came back to a Bills game, should the Bills fans boo him? Did he quit on his team? Sure. So they should boo him. Uh, you're okay with booing that? I, mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess. Absolutely. That's what I mean. And that's but if what he's they still on like. the team, though, people usually don't boo. If he's still wearing your jersey. And that's the thing. And I was watching last night, and I was just thinking about how Zaja Pachulia changed the course of the NBA as we know it now. Huh? A couple years ago, <laughs> who is Jaja Pachulia? Pachulia. Pachulia. He played for the Warriors. The Spurs oh, were up him. by 18 in the third quarter in game one of their seven game series. And he slides up under Kawhi. That's when Kawhi gets hurt. Kawhi plays seven more games or nine more games the, for, for the Spurs. That's it. He was out the rest of the series. The Spurs go on to get swept. They were up by 18. They go up 1 0. Kawhi's still in San Antonio. He's still happy. Everything, the, the course of the NBA changes because of Zaja Pachulia. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy that's to a, think? That's a great yeah. point, Coach. You're deep, man. No, it's a deep point. It's true. But I'm I know, not it's I not know true. you can't pinpoint stuff like that, but that's crazy that you just put it on that dude in that moment that nobody else has really All realized. All because of Zaza, Zaza Pachulia. That's, that's it. But it was a cool moment last night. I, I'm just telling you, I thought the Spurs fans did great. They were booing. perfect. They cheered Danny. They booed Boo Kawhi. Kawhi. <laughs> they did great little chants at the free throw line. They, it was a great listen. thing at the end with Pop and Kawhi. Dude, it was a great movie. It was a the great energy game. was so different last night. And Chris Webber even alluded yeah. to this on the broadcast saying, 
man, whenever you're playing your former team, your teammates know. And so the the Spurs knew for DeMar DeRozan, you know what I mean, to be a little more hyped because he's playing the Raptors and they're playing their old teammate. Right. He said it, it, it is a different feeling when you are playing in those types of games. And it felt like it last night. Like It felt like the players were amped up. From the jump, that's how it and, should feel all the and time. And it sucks because, like, on Kawhi's side of it, you know, he was like, "All right, I'm just gonna like dominate this team." So every time he would make a play, he'd be like, "Like all yes, this energy." He was he was a little more animated than he usually that, is because he's never animated. I love when players get up for a game, a regular season game like that. You can feel it. Sometimes when you watch maybe a Sacramento Kings game or just a random game like on the West Coast, you know what I love? And it seems whenever like, Ray does a reference to a team, he <laughs> always goes State. Sacramento or Golden State. Those are the two teams he refers to. He doesn't go was, Washington Wizards, right. Atlanta Milwaukee Bucks, Orlando Magic. I mean, he always goes to those Miami two teams. Heat. I was saying because they're on the West Coast and it's a weird time. <laughs> Don't you feel Jazz. like sometimes the fans are still getting there, the players are still tying their shoes, and the game's already started? I feel like sometimes guys aren't even ready for the game to start. That game last night, Spurs Raptors, that was a must see game. They were all amped up ready to play i wish they all were like that yeah i do too i wish they were all like that but it's hard to get it's up for hard. every single game that's what that but is. it's also your job and i try to get up every day for my job so but hey, your job's a little bit easier <laughs> a little bit e- exactly a to get up easier to get up for an nba game dude that's an unbelievable thing that's crazy they do that as much as they do i mean, I mean it's a lot I mean, it's it takes all a- relative guys i mean we right get, i know we would get used to that schedule if that's what we did i don't know it's hard to travel and play back to back. Coach, can I mean, you imagine it's they, hard? They but I mean, you get day. used to it. It, it. it was hard, you know. It's hard working construction, and then you get used to it. You're like, it's my life. It's hard for us waking up at four in the morning, but we got used to it. Can like, you imagine? Who works harder, a construction worker or an NBA player? Um, probably an M- NBA player. Okay, I, I think they works harder. But I'm saying your body, ex- the, your body gets used to things. Like it's exactly re- like like there was a time in, in in our career like where I was just nonstop working weekends, weeks, weekends, waking up early, staying up late, waking up early, drinking, smoking, drinking, smoking. <laughs> you yeah. were smoking cigarettes, sure. Like yeah. all, like really, and where and I would be like, I don't know how I did that, but I did it. And when I stopped, I was like, dang, that's crazy. Like. I felt like that was normal life. So for NBA players, it's normal life now. It's when they retire, they're just like, oh, my God, I can't believe I worked out that much. I can't believe I was up all, all that time. Yes, they that work hard. out a lot. And they I mean, they do a, I a mean, lot it's of hard. work. It, 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 we think, oh, it's so easy. It's they, they fly private and, and it's easier than it used to be back in the day. But they do they do put a lot of taxing on their body. I mean, they. They work hard. Mm-hmm. And can you imagine getting done with an NBA game once you're done with the media, this, the coach, talk. And then get back to the hotel. It's I probably mean, 12, midnight, 1 o'clock. How do you wind now? How do you go to bed after an NBA game? That's why, like, Noah, what's his name? Uh, Joakim Noah. That's Joakim why that, Noah was saying, was like, lit. Every, t- <laughs> every time after his a lit. game, he'd get back to his apartment and all his roommates are like, let's go. And of he's course. Like, let's go. I I'm just up. played an NBA game as a pregame for this. Let's yeah. go party. I, yeah. don't, I don't have to play until 7 o'clock tomorrow night, dude. I'm lit. I would tell my wife after we'd play shows that would end at 10 o'clock at night. I was still amped at two in the morning you were because, lit. because we were no 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 we were and the energy from the show like was still going all the way to two a.m. and then finally at three you start getting tired. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> this is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. But that's how it is for these dudes. They're amped. Yeah. I mean, it's, but yeah, so I'm so excited. I was lit. excited for the. <laughs> They're lit. That's I did I, I did drive through Memphis, you know, the, over the holidays, and I thought about Joakim Noah. Did you? Being in Memphis now, being like, I'm more responsible now. There ain't nothing to do in Memphis. Did you think about anything else when you were an hour outside of Memphis in Tunica? Dude, you drove right by Sports Gambling USA, freshly opened up with sports South- betting. Southland? No, Tunica. Tunica. What, what is that? Dude, it's Tunica, right outside Mississippi. Of, it's right outside of Memphis, and you can sports bet now. Coach, that's not in my route. Oh, well, the wife's You got to go left a little hey, bit. Okay, you got to okay. go an hour I left. I never hey. passed Tunica. Oh, well, the wife's If the asleep. wife's sleeping, I missed an exit, honey. <laughs> right. If you're if you're in Memphis, you got to go left at some point, and okay. you head to Tunica. Dude, when okay. we went to Panama City, and we were driving there, me and my girl, I looked at the route to see if there were any casinos. They were an hour out of route, and I was like, I can't get away with you that. You did it, and then your wife's <laughs> like, but the GPS says we should have been there by now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> delayed traffic. Oh, it's crazy. My <laughs> wife, I, we have the baby, and so we'd have to pull over every once in a while to feed. I was like, man, there's a little casino right over there. If I park in the parking uh-huh. lot, I'll just run inside while you're feeding. Just text me when you're done. You know, it takes thirty minutes. I can get thirty minutes of gambling. I drove in. by that Greyhound Southland yeah, Park in, or whatever in uh, Little Rock. In, in Little Rock, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I think it's on the other side of Memphis. Is it Memphis? I think yeah, you're right. You're right. It's it's, it's on the other side of the yeah. river from Memphis. And it's I, West Memphis. I drove West Memphis. West, West Memphis, Memphis five. Three. three. Oh, three. Yeah, there was three. Oh, whatever. Hey, but uh, but I drove by probably three in the morning because I did it's an over, packed. overnight. Jam packed at three in the morning. We drove by at uh ten o'clock at night. 
Packed. Jam packed. Because they can do what kind of betting there? Oh. Gaming machines. Yeah. All right. And I think you can oh, roll think, the dice. I think there's craps now. I think there is. Because it did say roll the dice. You okay. saw the billboard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Dude, yeah. that would have been tempting. Hey, sweetie, you chill with the kid. Let me go for 30 minutes. Uh, and last night, another big basketball game went down. Uh, UConn women, they lose to Baylor. That is awesome. Did Finally. you watch that? No. Oh. First loss in over four years during the regular, regular season. season. I they knew it was regular season. Fill they me always, in. I have no idea about this. They lost to Baylor. Their uh, 126th game regular season win streak was snapped, 68-57. UConn, like they've won all of it for how long? No, no, no. They go to the tournament and sometimes they get upset. Yeah, they've lost oh, they the do. last two tournaments. I think the last two tournaments they haven't won. Really? But yes, they but they hadn't lost in the regular season in over four years. 126 games winning streak. That is so impressive. That's quite the record, man. It's so impressive, but it also tells you how the lack of parity in women's college basketball, the lack of competition. Oh. There's a few like three or four good teams and the rest are just kind of like whatever. Same coach. Gino Oriyama. Yeah. I mean, that says a lot about her. Him. That's him. 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 <laughs> Coach, I, I don't know what I'm talking Dang about. You should have oh, let him go with hey, that. I had 50 50. You should have let him go with 50 50, and I missed. God. Why do you assume it's a woman? Well, because co- women coach, coach basketball, women's basketball. I, so I just assumed. My you bad. know, Bill Lambeer coach in the WNBA, right? I don't know who Bill Lambeer is. You don't know who Bill Lambeer is? No. Detroit Pistons. The great. bad boys? Do you know who Trent Reznor is? Yes. Who? Uh, Nine Inch Nails. Holy sh- <laughs> <laughs> You got me, coach. Yeah. <laughs> Dang How it. about that? Wow. Dude, I know everything. Listen, you guys think I'm some dummy. No, I no, know. no. You're a sports genius. I know you are. You and say I'm a it Trent every Reznor. day. Trent Reznor, <laughs> and you know some random musicians. I know some random musicians. They're like, I know random, random, random yeah. things. But yeah, I just thought that was crazy. After 126 games, the streak is over. So UConn got to get back to the drawing board. They're they're a little depressed up there in uh, where are they in Connecticut, Co- Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> UConn upset over there in Delaware. <laughs> well, I was trying to think of what city they're in. in Probably in um, New Haven. Coach, I have no idea. I only know this two cities in Connecticut. In Connecticut go. Bristol, uh-huh. New Haven. That's now it. Now that you say New Haven. I think that's it. Is uh, Bristol in Connecticut? Oh, that's ESPN. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. I don't know. I'm going to assume it is. And uh, so more details are coming out about uh, Antonio Brown. Oh, please tell Did us. Did they mention the unmasked singer? Or no. the masked singer? No. Is that a terrible show? Was it terrible? No, no, no. It was a, it's a good show. I won't watch it. Okay. It looks so bad. Tell it's me this. Good How do you hear him sing under the costume? Okay, so so are the voices auto-tuned? It starts off. It starts off with here is the mass singer, right? And he's, and he's dressed up from head to toe. You can't see. I've who seen it the is. Pre- We've all seen the previews. Okay, so and they run a little two-minute package, and they're like, and their voices. Hello, my name. It's like distorted and right. whatever. It's 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 messed up, so you don't know who it is. And they just say stuff like, "Oh yeah, I am." 38 years old, whatever, and I love random stuff. And they have these little clues where you end up kind of thinking like, oh, that could be like, that could be Paris Hilton. Like, I am Hollywood royalty, and I just want to get away from my family. And I'm not that much of a singer. Okay, get to but, point okay, of yeah, so, Oh, my so, gosh. So, 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 anyway, so my point I is. I feel like I just watched the show, audio version. Yeah, You know what people just did? <laughs> Turn off podcast. Dang, hey, man. guys, if you've ever wondered the audio version of a TV show, you just got it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, how exciting yeah. is that so? And then once you do that, they sing in their regular voice. So the only time you can really hear their voice is when they're singing. 
Okay, so Antonio Brown was really singing. Really singing. Right. But I've never really heard Antonio Brown like sing, so. How was it? It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. But he did in his little package, he was just like, watch out, Ravens. So, oh, so dead giveaway. He would just do a little trick. Like I guess, but here's my I guess question. with that, he was planning on making the playoffs. Who, what do you win? Is there someone on there that wins a million dollars if they unmask him? Or is it just. I don't know. It's just, it, it's fun because you watch the game thinking you know who it is. So you're really just like watching and be like, oh, I bet that's so-and-so. And then when they unmask it, ah, I was wrong. That wasn't. Because I thought he was Victor Cruz. Because he says, I get in trouble for dancing. So I was like, okay, he's an athlete. Maybe Victor Cruz, Odell Beckham Jr. He dances. I don't know. Deion De- Sanders, maybe. So you start thinking, and then when they unmask, you're like, ah, oh, dang, Antonio Brown got me. And they're That's still, why it's exciting. Spoiler alert. Well, too late now. It's been three days, right? And I, all I these shows know. start overseas. American Idol, or actually, what is it? America's Got Talent? Oh, American yeah. Idol, dude. Did you hear the story about Brian Dunkelman? No. He was yeah, the original. For Uber now. He was the original host with Ryan Seacrest. Driving and he thought, Uber. after the first season, he was like, man, this show's not going anywhere. And so he quit. He was making 17000 a week when he co-hosted with Ryan. Now he's working 45 hours a week to make $800 as an Uber driver. I'm an Uber driver fellow as well. No, no, but, that's his job, I know, dude. He but, went from American Idol. If he would have stayed with American Idol, look at Seacrest, and this dude is driving Uber. So, like, when Seacrest flies into the airport and needs a ride to the studio, guess who's picking him up? Dunkelman. That, that would be awkward. Can you imagine? Hello, Seacrest. Hello. Hello. No, like, like, what the, <laughs> like, so let's say Seacrest, Seacrest hits request for an Uber. Oh, and Dunkelman, yeah. it goes to his phone. Do you think he hits reject? Of course. But it doesn't say Ryan Seacrest. It would just say Ryan. But he'd see his picture. I don't have a picture on mine. Oh, boy. That would be so terrible. Dude, Ryan walks in his car. He's like, oh, shit. Guys, don't knock Uber. You can make $200 a day. No, no, no. I, I, coach, I really don't think it's a big deal. Like, it, what, what do you mean? The money is a big deal, but... You don't think it's a big no, deal I don't. that he was in the, the industry and he was trying to make it big and he was making $17,000 a week and now he's making $800. Enough to live off of. 45-hour week. Enough to live off of. He may be happy in certain areas of his life that he wouldn't have been doing American Idol. But you know what I'm saying? That's I mean, why you got to have good people around you and you get good advice. You get some you bad advice. Next thing you know, you make a career fall like that. Do you think someone told him, like, hey, Ryan, you don't need – or what's his name, Brian? His quote. Dungleman? I knew that leaving when I did would give me the best shot at having an acting career. There you go. He was trying to do, do his I own. Do I regret not remaining on the show? Yes. yes. Especially when I opened my bank statements. Yeah, do you guys I think, like, I don't have <laughs> I aspirations it. to go out to L.A., try my own thing? Of course I do, but I know that I can stay here with the bread and butter and just keep riding those coattails. And are you happy? Yes. Thank you. I'm not going to pull a Dunkelman and try exactly. to do some acting career that's, like, a in the wind. Like, he didn't, that, that, he, he made a terrible the only, decision. The only problem is he had it. He had it in his hands. Like, he had his ticket. Like, and if he would have stayed on Idol, he would have had more opportunity. And he threw it away. Yeah, that, he just made a horrible but, life but decision. But you can't look at life that way. No, life, you can't. No, you can't. You say, like, all right, well, that was a mistake. And Do you ever look back at your life and think, man, I regret doing this or I regret doing that? Sure, but I don't That's... But I don't look at that and say, like, oh, man, like I really like what I shouldn't have done all that. Like, Dude, when you're sitting in L.A. traffic driving people to their meetings and, oh, you got oh, I got to get to set, man, I got I got an acting gig. Can you drop me off over I here? W- on... well, I wouldn't put myself in that scenario. I would move far, far, far away from Hollywood. Like, <laughs> I would just be like, all right, 
I'm not. I'm, why would I be here and remind myself every day what I could have been? And to be real with you, I don't even know if he lives in L.A. I just keep oh. saying L.A. He's <laughs> an Uber driver. He probably lives in Cleveland. Oh, I just I feel so terrible. That 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 just seems like it's just one of those moments. Like, what could have been? It's just like with stock right now. There's cryptocurrency out there. If you guys invest in cryptocurrency and it blows up, you're going to be a millionaire. And you're going to always think back, oh, in that moment when I invested or didn't invest. I'm telling you, there's a thing right now that's going on, that invest-wise, betting-wise, something that we need to hit. This is IBM 1980, something. Is it cryptocurrency? Is it the sports gambling world? Something we need to invest in now that's going to blow up, and we're going to say we were so dumb. And you, that's happening right now. It is happening right now. And you want to hear a good story? Yeah. My geography teacher uh, in high school, she bought a bunch of Dell stock early. And boom! She's a billionaire? Millionaire. Mil- Does she still teach? She was still teaching, and but she would take... A week off or something. She, take take a limo to she work. had an RV and she'd drive around, and that was her how she spent her money. She Dang. hit the Dell stock. Let early. me give you an opposite, an opposite story. Oh. A, a buddy of mine in this high just school got dark. A buddy of mine in high school. What's his name? Dunkelman? No, I don't even want to say his name. His, yeah, don't say his name. His dad. Yeah, coach, give us his first and last name. His dad won the lottery. Like how won much? the lo- the much? California lottery how for much? like five hundred million dollars. Oh my wow. god! Yep. Guess what? Set for life. He quit his job. They built a new house, humongous house, and they just oh, like, wait. You were in Texas. How did he win the California? He lottery? was in California, and you he can... bought the ticket there. Like, All right. Yeah, and and that's where he won. Okay. Oh, dude, son, my friend. I mean, just wasted his life away. Like, I don't even know where he is today. Like, drug addict. I mean, oh really? Oh yeah. I mean, there. Oh, well. He was gone. Like, he's it, so much dreams that good dude had. We would sit and talk about like, dude, we're gonna be screenwriters and like, yeah, we're gonna move to L.A. and like write the new Seinfeld or whatever. And he was so bright. All the money in the world. Dad paid for everything. He couldn't do anything with it. I don't well, even know where he is today. That's the problem is the dad paid for everything. He didn't have to work for anything. Well, I know because they were multi-multi-millionaires. Man, I wish my parents were multi-millionaires. Gosh, way to go, Dang. Mom and Dad. Thanks for letting me down. No, I you'd had, be like my buddy. I had to work but for But you're everything. saying he had all the money in the world, but he chose bad things in life. Yeah. But his dad probably still has the money. Still, still has the money. Probably still pays for him to live but, the yeah, life. Okay, so I thought, I thought you were going to say the dad lost all the money, but the, dad, the dad's still rich. So the kid didn't win the lottery. It's really not that sad of a story. <laughs> so he's still good. Yeah. You know? But you're seeing on Facebook and stuff, he's doing dumb stuff and making bad decisions. I don't even know where he is Uh-oh. today. So he could be out he in L.A. Be... writing TV no, shows. You have last no idea. I heard he, he could wasn't. have written The Mass Singer. Last I heard, he wasn't. Oh, he could have invented The Mass oh, Singer. Oh, yeah. probably not. But probably so. Maybe. But back to that. I think back- all these shows, they come from overseas and come over here, and then they become popular. America's Got Talent was huge overseas. It became pretty popular here. Yeah. Mass Singer was from overseas. Yeah, and Korean. They br- it was yeah, Korean. They brought it here. I think it'll end up being a big hit. I think Just so, like, too. Because now you see the Titan thing. You had, you know, the- that Titan game is going to be... Uh, no, but no one's going to like it's, it. It's copying the stuff overseas. They no, like the, the no, game No, the thing. Titan game is copying American Ninja Warrior. Right, and Ninja it's, Warrior for sure copied something overseas. It, oh, no, they copied the, uh, American Gladiator. That's the rock one? <laughs> the rock yeah, one. Yeah. It looks stupid. Hey, speaking of Titans, do you, th- that commercial of <laughs> the two segue. Titans owning a cupcake shop. Yeah, they really do. Is that real? Yeah. They own a cupcake shop Michael here in Griffin Nashville? And, no, in Austin. And Brian Arakpo. Oh, it's in Texas. They went to UT together. Okay. Hey. D- uh, owning a cupcake shop is awesome. Just don't eat all the dividends. <laughs> I like no, it. Eat all the profits. Oh, yeah. All the profits. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, it's really funny. I like that a lot. And I watched it and I'm like, I wonder if this is real. Like, do they really own Absolutely. a cupcake shot? Absolutely. They own a cupcake shot. That is so cool, right? Thanks, coach. That's yeah, cool. But Arakpo, he just retired this year. Like, right. he, he just played his last game two week, last, last week. Last week. Yeah. They got all those banners around town for the Titans because we had that huge game against the Colts. So there's all Titans banners throughout Nashville. And they're just up there. If you steal one of those, are they? Is it no, they don't care because they're not going to use them again. Hmm. You can take. Where them. are they? Like on a street lamp? Or every something? street lamp in town. Arakpo, Mariota, Derrick Henry. Every player on the team has his own yeah, little banner. You can take them now. And what are you going to do with them? Put them up in your wall. It's yeah. cool. Your, your girlfriend's cool with that. I might have to skill a light pole. Boys, if you read about me in the nine o'clock news, <laughs> no, no, no. You can take them. You can have them. Sort of like when I worked at the Spurs. Coach, you're like, not hey, so hey, sure of no, no. that. What are you in here for? I was stealing right. banners from light poles. Well, who'd you I stole get? The Mario oh, I tried to get a Rackpo, man. A Rackpo. They got me when I was getting a Rackpo. I, ha- I had uh, Delaney got- Walker and I had Mariota and I had Corey Davis. I wanted that a Rackpo, though. Should have gone for Henry. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have eyes on Henry. So, anyway, when, when I worked at the Spurs, they would put up banners leading in like NBA finals and yeah. like. People stole those, took them all the time. When they were walking out, they just take the banners off the nice. hanging up. So yeah, you can have them. Seasons over, they don't use them again. So you're good. They might be generic though. I don't know if they say a year on them, coach, or playoffs. But <laughs> the <laughs> colors change sometimes on the uniform. Did you know that Lunchbox has owns in his possession like Houston Rockets pants? Like uh, no, full warm ups. Full warm, full warm ups, like in boxes. Yeah, that's awesome. Like I learned they're li- life size, like Yao Ming's. Like, really they, like Yao Ming? No, they belong to the players. Right, yeah. I know. And, and he has them like in storage. Where is it? They have, like, at the in the house. attic? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. The random stuff that If you has. sit, he worked for the team, so he was able to grab well, this them. This was but if you sit, My wife worked at the Toyota Center in Houston. That's okay. how she has them. Right. She if you're there on the front row, I mean, players are throwing stuff out. Dude, they sometimes they them. enter the game, they don't even know if they threw their warm up to a team, if they just threw it to a fan. Like, there's always stuff laying around. You might be able to leave with something. An uh, armband, a shoe. I, if a guy gives I got it to a you. I got a sweat wristband from the uh, Houston Oilers one time when I went to a game. His name was Bo Orlando. He was like a cornerback. I think and I he threw it to you. I got a sweatband from Jason Terry. He played for the oh, Mavericks, yeah. but it, it it was a dude. He was he he's always the one wore the sweatband on, on his it head. Was a, it was an armband, oh. Oh. and <laughs> he was wearing Rafe LaFrance's armband because it has LaFrance for number 45 and he threw it to me as he's or he just threw it down on the ground as he's walking out of the court and I picked it up in the tunnel and I put it in my pocket. So I guess he was like out of wristbands and just borrowed one? Yeah, I guess so. And, and then I have a, a chair back from the NBA Finals. I just stuck it under my shirt when I worked at the Spurs. What does it say? NBA Finals? NBA Finals. And it says, I believe, 2005. And then I have a piece of the net when Bruce Bowen cut it down and gave, me, gave oh, it to me. Okay, but but what are you going to do with all that stuff? I'm going to frame it. Okay. Eventually. And then you're going to put it in a room or something? Yeah, I'll have office? it in a room. Yeah. I like the idea of you keeping it because I don't think it's stuff that's going to sell No, on no, no. EBay. I don't want to sell it's it. It's personal but stuff But how you cool want. is it that I was on the court when they won the championship that's awesome. and Bruce that's Bowen cut the net and handed me a piece of the net. Yes. Yeah. I no, mean, but, that is unreal. No, that's cool. But the sweatpants, like, what are you going to do with all those? I don't know. <laughs> I bet my you could wife sell got those. those. Oh, you could sell them for sure because my wife worked there and they were cleaning out, like, they they were from, like, the 90s. Like, when they were winning championships. It's like the old uniform. Hakeem Olajuwon? Yeah. Yeah, you, you got you Clyde the his, Glide. You have his pants? I don't know. I'll have to look at what number jersey it has on there. What? I'll have to look Dang, at them. Yeah, dude, she has we need to ones. sell these and make some money. I don't know about that. I, I like collector's items. And it's cool. But, guys, we got to talk about Antonio Brown. We never talked Hit about it. it. Hit it. 
He got upset because he wasn't voted team MVP. That's why he came into work upset, blew up at Ben Roethlisberger, and that's all that went down. After they lost to New Orleans, the next week, or they do the vote, and Juju Smith-Schuster got voted team MVP, and Antonio Brown got butthurt. That is awesome. We should have known it was something dumb like that. But to be fair, though, like Antonio Brown is the like he's the the greatest player on that team. Juju, he was just always double covered. Like he couldn't do anything because he was double covered. Juju wasn't. I wonder in that voting if anybody was just joking around and they voted Le'Veon just to piss him off. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) He shows up to work. He's not voted MVP. He's in a bad way, and that carried over into the walkthrough. A source said, "Wow, he was frustrated." I mean, that makes sense. Really? The, the new kid You're coming gonna up. You're going to throw the football at Ben Roethlisberger and get upset because you weren't voted well, MVP. Ben might have voted what against did, him. What did Ben say, though? Like, You know what I mean? Like, you're, If you got voted something or you didn't get a vote or something, you wouldn't just randomly throw a football at one of us. Like, Unless ben, we said No, he's probably mad because Big Ben's throwing Juju the ball. Oh. That'd be that'd be really stupid. But that's what it that'd is. That'd be really I mean, stupid. Listen. Or he goes, Ben, Big Ben, who did you vote for? And Ben turned around and goes, Juju, Juju, and then he took you the and Tony took the ball and threw it at him. Or maybe, <laughs> or maybe Ben just goes up like, Yeah, Juju deserved it more than you. Oh, fighting words. What did you just say? Grab the football. Football. I mean, we don't know. We don't know, but that is so funny to me that he's that mad about not being named MV- team MVP. We're not, we're not talking we're about not NFL ta- MVP. Right, that's what I'm we're <laughs> talking about <laughs> team self given by the team. Coach, MVP. That team is in trouble. <laughs> there is there is so much dis- there, there's something trouble. going on there that is so bad. So that- Tomlin for sure is like, okay, not doing team MVP next year. Yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna go ahead and <laughs> hey, at the beginning of the season, they're in a boardroom be like, guys, we need incentives for all the players. Yeah. Uh, team MVP, it'll be great for morale. Great idea, Tom. I'll write that down. Team MVP. Now the next. No, one- no, 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 no. This week, Tom, can I see you in my office? <laughs> Tom, what a terrible idea. You're fired. <laughs> Tom, terrible idea. I mean, that is so great. So great. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's great. I just, uh, yeah, that's crazy. Boys, I know we're not closing the show. I do have my lock, though. That's my five-minute teaser. I do have a lock. Coming up in five minutes, Raymundo's (laughs) lock. Boys, we got to get to the playoffs, boys. Yes, let's go. It's this weekend. We're an hour in. Let's keep humping. Let's Uh, go. We're an hour in? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man, I didn't even know. Get humping. Guys, I thought we were going to talk about the playoffs a lot today. and we we, I don't know. We got sidetracked. We had a big basketball night last night. We got sidetracked. But listen, okay. Game one. Game one. Game one. Colts at Texans. Okay. Gosh, I never thought I would say this in my life, but I think the Colts are going to win this one. Like, I never root for the Colts. I never even watch Colts games. Like, when I watch Sunday's ticket and they're all split up in eight games, that's the one team the Colts are playing. I don't really even care to watch Yeah, because they're so boring, kind of. They're not an interesting team. I I really like the Colts. I like their offensive line. Um... What they've done, they've they've really showed up the off. Andrew Luck is protected all the time. Their defense is pretty solid. But the only problem I have, this is this is just me, is so many people keep saying, "Oh, it's definitely the Colts." So when it's that obvious, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, "It's got to be the Texans." Take the other side, yeah, because I going into this week was like, "Wow, man, Colts are gonna just blow them out." Dang it! I already did my parlay. Colts are gonna blow them out, but then everybody is saying, "Oh, it's the Colts! It's the Colts! It's the Colts!" When it's that obvious, but not everyone, because I mean, the, it's it's plus one. Right, you Colts know, get they're, one. They're no, not but, favored. Right, no, that, but that means they're clearly the better team, is what Vegas is saying. Oh, because it's a home game. Because it's for a Houston. home game, Houston. So you get three points for home field advantage. So they're saying it would be the Colts minus seven 
in yeah. in um Indianapolis. Yes. Or minus six. Something like, so that's they're saying they're clearly the better team. Oh, good math. Yeah, I got it. Three, three, yep, four. Yep, yep. Yeah, in there, in and around there. Yes, yes. It's like four or five. It's crazy. I mean, I just don't I don't see I see high scoring. You know, I see high scoring on both sides, but I just don't see Deshaun Watson like getting the job done against the Colts. I just don't. Like it's so weird. Like I, I, when I watch games, I just kind of watch and soak it. I don't analyze like you. I don't look at numbers or anything like that. And when I see this game, watching the little of what I've seen of the Colts all year, and then seeing Houston, the Je- Mr. Jekyll and Doctor Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, like who knows who we're gonna get? I just don't see the 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 Texans like having a chance against the Colts. I just don't. Boys, is this the time when I give my lock? I've always said, oh. I've been saying all year, the Texans are the most overrated 10 and whatever team. They just seem to, I don't know, but they seem and to win. Is Lamar Miller playing? He better be. If he ain't playing, they ain't winning. Well, and I don't know if the homeboys uh, 100%. TJ, T.Y. Hilton. He was, T.Y. Hilton he does is 100%. He, he owns the Houston okay, Texans. Against he the Titans, owns he that was kind little of, dome he down there. And Coacher, it's almost like he... the. He doesn't need to be 100% ever. Like, really. He's that good. Three huge catches in a game, and that's all he needs he to do. He is so fast and so good. And I love Ebron, too. Ebron. Wow, and Ebron's coming to play because he just had a baby this week. Aiden Bam. was born. Dude, and he's huge across the middle. I think every time against the Titans, up the middle. Oh, Ebron's wide open in the middle. Andrew Luck, what's he love? He loves a tight end. Yeah. Okay, Coach, so, so when you look at a spread and – Home team should always get three points. So if that's usually for NFL, it's three points. Okay, so so looking at the Cowboys, they're not favored. They would be because they're home. Mm. They're home and they're minus two. So they're that, favored, they're, but in, in different home fields are different because Cowboys Stadium is not really a huge home field advantage. Like Seattle, I would say their home field advantage man. is three is and a half points. Yeah, okay, like it's a little more. Twelve man, Heinz, Heinz yes. Field. So, Ray, was your lock on that Texans game? All right, guys, I'm going to give you my lock right now. I don't want you guys to wait any longer for it. You need this money for this weekend after the holidays. We're all in debt. We all <laughs> put some money on the credit card we shouldn't have. We're all feeling it. Okay, so what you can do, go to the websites online, place this bet. Colts, I absolutely love plus one. You're getting a point. It can end in a tie. It can't, though. It's no, it's not. It's a playoff. Sorry, you stupid. Sorry, so the Colts get one. That one really it's doesn't matter. So, so here's the thing. If you're going to bet the Colts, why not just bet money line? If you think it, that one point, it pays more to do money love line. it, guys. I'm gonna actually change it because lunch just talked me into this. It's so obvious <laughs> since it can't end the tie. You don't need that plus one. You don't. The Colts have to win this game, so go money line and lock it you up. You actually win more if you do money line. I yeah. love the Colts. I absolutely love the Colts. They are so damn good. This is one of those. It might be a romping, so you might just be chilling the whole game. They are not Colts, damn good. Let me finish. The Colts okay. are Colts. really good. Oh, lock it up. Thank you. All right. Smart, Coach. Smart on the money line. Didn't even That's think about that. That's some great advice. I, I want to Because if you think the Colts are going to win. That's why I was trying to break it down with the tie. Then why do you want the one point? The you one got, point means nothing. You if got you, to my end point before I could. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, now we go down to the road to Dallas on Saturday night. And, I mean, what time's the barbecue starting over your house, Eddie? See, my wife's already said, do you want Lunchbox and Ray over? Oh, yeah, we've already been planning on it. Coach, we're not coming over. Listen, I told her, look, it's almost like at that point we're like, whatever you want, babe. But really, I don't like that. Like What? I, I, I love you guys. 
But when it's Cowboys time, I don't want to be like making sure the brisket's ready. No, and no, whatever. no. You, you do the brisket earlier in the day. You, uh, you coach, cook the fajitas. We come. We show up at 7. The game's at 7.15. We're eating. We're watching football. We're drinking I mean, beers. We, got, we already had taught. My wife listen, and I had already man, made plans. We got Cheetos on the table. We got a bunch of stuff. And then Baby Box gets a Cheeto, chokes on it. And we're like, okay, now we got to get the Cheeto out of the baby's mouth. And like, I'm trying to watch the game. You know what I mean? Wow. Hey, the dogs are you around. shocked by this? I thought the real for question sure is, we were all are coming. you having people over? I'm still I, thinking about I it. I thought for sure we were going to Eddie's house to watch the Cowboys game. Well, I'm texting my chick right now. Don't get six pack of Miller yeah, Lite. I'm telling my wife, hey, hey, I'm telling my wife, party canceled, man. Coach, I re- I didn't know. I didn't. I, I, she asked me yesterday. I mean, I, was, I thought it was the perfect time. A Saturday night. It was part. It's not a Sunday night, so it's not like we got to work in the morning. I thought it was a perfect Hold opportunity. Up. You guys want brisket? Return. I want six some fajitas. Yeah. Oh, you want fajitas or brisket? Fajitas. I can smoke a brisket. Return the limes that you were gonna put in the Corolla. <laughs> Those homemade margaritas you're gonna I make. Mean, scratch that. Your fajitas are pretty unbelievable. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'll think about it. All right. So you got Seattle coming down to Dallas. I like they it. played in Seattle this year. Yes. Seattle won. I like it. And Seahawks coach Pete Carroll on playing in Cowboys Stadium. It's a real glitzy place. When you come out of a football locker room ready to play football and then you go into a nightclub, it's kind of like, we're in a club? Wait a minute. We got to play football, I thought. And then you come back through the club. Uh, Anyway, it's unusual. And then the fans are right with you, too, behind the bench. Those people sitting behind you. Like, they're below the ground. I don't even know how they see the game. I guess they don't even care about seeing the game. They're just having a good time. But I got to say, it's an unusual place. (laughs) I like I love Pete Carroll because everything I've said about Cowboy Stadium, <laughs> he just said, he just it. said it, and I love it. it. Although we've never There's... addressed the, the the tunnel and the locker room thing, that is kind of crazy. I mean, it's almost like a red carpet. Where there's fans lined up and it's rich, really neon blue in there. It looks like a nightclub. It's crazy. Yes, if and, you're and rich, I, I, you get to go watch the players go through a tunnel, and it's not just any tunnel. It's lit up. There's neon lights. There's blue lights. There's confetti. It's like Pete Carroll said. It's a nightclub. And I like I've always said those people that sit below the ground. What are you doing? Those are the worst seats in the house. You can't even see the game. But whatever. You're paying a lot of money. Enjoy. I didn't it. realize there were those people behind the players. Oh yeah. yes, <laughs> that is crappy. And also, Pete didn't mention there. If you look up on the stage. Stadium deck. There are some girls dancing on poles. Oh, he's not, a club. Not lying with that one. I'm yeah. dead serious. One uh, time I went. To, okay. Oh, sorry. Go I ahead, was coach. just gonna say one time I went to get a cowboy Rita. But my boy was wondering where I was 30 minutes later. I thought I was in a strip club. Okay. So so yeah, Cowboy Stadium really isn't a threat to a lot of other players. No, huh? no, other coach. Teams. Of course not. Seattle thinks that's no threat. Twelfth man. They would have been bring. I mean, he would have. You know, twelfth man is like another player. That's why it's called twelfth man. Cowboys have no 12th. Their 12th man is a margarita machine and a club and girls dancing on poles. That's their 12th man. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. So Cowboys win? Ah. Uh, I'm not locking it up, but can, I like Seattle. You like I'm Seattle so, I'm on sorry. this? Coach, I'm sorry. it's okay. You can say whatever you want. Listen, they both want to run the ball, so it's going to be a low-scoring game. You would think. You would think. I, I picked the under on it, yeah. That's what I would – that's where 43. I – 43. Ooh, yeah, I like the under. I think they both have good defenses, a good enough defense, and I think, boy, I don't know. I would if I'm betting, I'm taking Seattle plus two and a half, just because I think they I, they have the better quarterback. They have the better quarterback. They're the best rushing team in the NFL, and so I I, I lean towards Seattle. Eddie, do you like Dink and Dak, or is it just a homer pick? Tell me. Uh, I I really I really feel like going in. I, it's it's going to be he, rely heavily on Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, rely heavily, and then once 
all the attention is on, is on Zeke, then find Amari Cooper. I, I really liked, and I don't know if the Cowboys were trying different things last week they against the Giants. They used their tight ends a lot. They used their tight ends a lot. Finally. And I, I feel like that's going to be key, just changing it up. They're going to think they're going to give to Zeke a lot. Get, I mean, listen, there are so many options that the offense can do, and they've proved that they can do it well. Dak keeping the ball, one. Uh, Zeke, whatever. Uh, using tight ends. Amari Cooper deep. Did Amari Util- Cooper play against the Giants? Yes. Yeah, okay. he had like one catch. U- util- okay. Utilizing Cole Beasley in the slot. like All of those things, changing it up is going to be key for the Cowboys. I don't think that the Seattle defense can keep up with all of those changes. I think at the end, it's going to be really close, but the Cowboys pull it. Dang, Jason Gary, you sounded like a coach Hey, right man, there. I just feel like that's what we're going to see. And earlier in the season, they were so desperate for tight ends, the Cowboys tried to convince Jason Witten to come out of retirement. Did they really? Yeah, but I, I mean, I mean, we're we're using three the Cowboys are using three different tight ends. Like yes. with people, I don't even I didn't even know what they were on the Cowboys. Like it's it's good stuff. I mean, I and and then not even to mention the defense. Cowboys defense is just I mean they're rock solid. I thought they gave up like thirty five points last weekend. Coach, it was the Giants. It was oh. a non. It was a no threat game. What do you mean it wasn't a threat? <laughs> It was a no-threat game, and we could have lost that game, and we still would have right, been in the same situation. Right, it wouldn't matter, but you still had your players uh, out there. Yeah, I know, but, J- but Sean Lee played and came back. And well, Van Der Esch went down. Van, I was Van like, oh, got is hurt, he okay? And everybody went, eee. Is he okay? I think he's okay. Yeah, he's I mean. good. So, anyway. Well, have you checked on him? No, You coach. think he's no, okay? Coach. He's got a big coach, game on even Saturday. Even if he's not okay, he needs to play. Okay. Then we go Sunday. <laughs> Baltimore and uh, the char. I was going to say San Diego Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers. Oh man, I wanted Philip Rivers in the begin in the in the preseason. I picked the the Chargers and the Saints to go to the Super Bowl, and I just don't, I don't think the Chargers can beat the the, the Ravens. I, I just two weeks ago they played and the Ravens absolutely dominated them, dominated in every aspect. Philip Rivers was running for his life all freaking night. All freaking night. Yeah, which isn't good. And I think it happens. Because he can't run. <laughs> right, and I think it's going to happen again. I think that defense shuts him down. I think that Baltimore running game and the Baltimore defense just shuts um, not Chargers, San Diego, the Chargers. the Chargers down. And I think Phillip Rivers is out again. Lamar Jackson, how does he do? He's got to run the ball. Just keep the ball and run it. Run it. But he had his most yards passing ever when they played the Chargers. They switched it up on him. they switched it up. Because you thought he was going to be running it. Yep. He was like, whoop. Boop, boop. He's inaccurate, but they win. That one fake, the play replay is amazing of Lamar Jackson when he did the fake to the running back and he ran it up the gut for like twenty yards. Yeah, touchdown. He is so dirty. And they said on the play he faked out not only like some guys really close to the ball, he faked out like safeties and stuff on that play when he was handing it off to the running back. I feel like the Chargers are gonna be trailing the whole game. What's the line? Two and uh, a half. It's two and a half. Wow. Uh, Baltimore minus two and a half. Yeah, I think the Chargers will trail the whole game, and then at the end, Rivers will pull it off. And also, another reason, I don't know what the weather's like in Baltimore, but I got a feeling it's going to be cold. Oh, there's got to be a nor'easter moving its way up. Get some bad weather up there. Good point. Those boys from L.A., they don't want to play in the cold. I tell you guys, that cold makes a difference. We didn't have enough snow games. I want to see some playoff games with a little weather. Little Cowboys rain. Stadium, we're not getting any weather. Hopefully, we get some weather from Baltimore. How about Soldier Field? Could have some weather there. Beautiful. Let's mm-hmm. go. Right off the lake. That's some great lake effect snow. Yeah. Coach, easy game for the Bears? No. Ah, I think it's going to be easy. Why? What's easy about it? Because the Eagles are like... The, the defending Super Bowl champs. Yeah. They're hot. 
They, I mean, what have they done the last few weeks? They beat the Rams. They beat the Redskins. Didn't I mean, Foles almost get hurt, though? He did. He did. He, get, he did get a little hurt. I do think our defense can suffocate the Eagles' offense. Correct. But, but I don't think our offense is that good. That line I, is I, minus six and a half I, bears. I don't exactly. Think, I don't think the Eagles' passing game is there. I, and and then, you know, you these running backs, like who are the Smallwood and Clement, like these random little running backs. Well, and Sproles. You got uh, okay, Sproles, whatever. But I, I just feel like the Chicago Bears defense is just will stop all of that. Just Trubisky's gonna have to like. I think the offense is just gonna have to go. Little Tariq Cohen's gonna have to go. Yeah, but the Eagles' defense is good. Like the Eagles have been playing better defense of late. I'm excited. Who, I, what running back did you guys just get? Is there a new an old running back that just came back? Uh, sorry, I thought I read something about Walter Payton. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> Curtis Enos? Oh, you know who that is? No. He went to Penn State and he was a flame out in the NFL. I thought somebody <laughs> came back recently. Rashawn Salam, rest no. in peace. Who was that? Uh, he went to the University of Colorado. Is that I Rocket? I believe. No, that's Rocket Ishmael. Oh. He went to Notre Dame. Uh, but Rashawn Salam, I thought he was the answer. The Bears drafted him in the 90s. I believe he won the Heisman at Colorado. And he was terrible, terrible. And I think he was just smoking too much, and he ended up killing himself, I believe. Oh, man. Rest in peace, Rashawn. R.I.P. Hey, so just take your sweat, your uh, your fan hat off and just— Oh, Bears are winning the game. Bears are winning the game. But the minus six and a half. Six and a half scares dirty. me. So we're going to go ahead and slam— It's not six and a half. It's six right now. Listen, guys, if you want to bet, okay. if you want to win— It's six, boys. You're ready to win some money. You take the Seattle Seahawks— Plus two and a half, and you take it to the bank, guys. It's two. <laughs> these lines are changing. It's two right yeah, now, guys. These are the NFL playoffs. Do you know how many people are in Vegas for this yeah. weekend? Yeah, they're moving it's the lines. It's two now. Okay, two. You like two? I like Seattle. All right, because I mean that's a difference. Two and three, like that's a no. Two, two and a half is the difference. That's big, a, that hook, big, that big hook. difference. Uh, it's not as big it's a difference a as a three and a half. The field goal hook is a oh, big difference. Yeah. When you go up through three and up through seven, those are the big <laughs> guys. Ones. You might wait for those three points all night. All right, are we going to the other game, or that's, that's just this weekend? That's it. That's game. it for the yeah. weekend. All right. And good I'll, luck. Uh, good luck, everyone. I'll talk to the wife. I mean, I really don't want you guys over, but. I'll talk right. to the wife. That's cool. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the playoffs. <laughs> College basketball's back tomorrow, too. I mean, there's some good stuff happening this weekend. Enjoy Lunchbox it. likes the Bears. The minus six is dirty. He locked up, though, the Seattle game. Plus I two did and a half. Lock- two. Whatever. Eddie, did you shut the door on anything? Uh, no, I mean... Okay, it's it's only the NFL playoffs. This, huge NFL weekend, and you didn't shut the door this, on anything? This is too much, man. Like, all my money's going towards the Cowboys. I, I don't, I don't want to drive people that way, but for me, it's a, the Cowboys win... I win money, and the Cowboys move on. It's going to be a good weekend. If they don't, I'll just suffer. Which the lady at the front desk told me, Cowboys win this weekend. She and said you, that? Yeah, and you can't even tell me a lock? <laughs> I, I, I can't do it. All right, we're out of here. I don't want to disappoint here. all our listeners. I'm sorry. Have a great weekend. And if you get in an Uber with Brian Dunkelman, give him an extra tip, man. Damn, poor guy. Also, right, don't, don't rip on Uber drivers. It's a great profession. You make $200 a day. And if you do that for a full time, you can end up making $400,000 a year. All right, everybody have a good weekend. $40,000 a year. Sorry. Goodbye. <laughs> 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment legal or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.